Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Five-second guitar solo start off the show, right? I hate that song. Uh, how did I know Bill Belichick was going to get involved already? Well, it's, yesterday was his birthday. Uh, A lot of stuff swirling about. He had to inject himself into the conversation somehow, especially with Boston on top early, 3-0 over Otani and the Angels taking a baseball bat to the legend that was. Yeah, that's it. Otani is overrated. He Get stinks. him out. Send him down to AAA. He stinks. They should cut him. Bring up Tebow instead. I'd I'm rather so have excited. him. Yeah, I'd rather have you, even though you struck out like 45 times in a row for the Rumble Ponies. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, about I'm excited it. too. Let's bring you up. Get rid of Otani. He stinks. Were the Rumble Ponies inspired by Thunderstruck? Is that just an offshoot? <laughs> uh, Rough night for Otani. Uh, yeah, right now, as we start the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Bottom of the second inning, the Red Sox already out to a 3 nothing lead over the Angels. Shohei Otani does not have his best stuff tonight. He has 60, not been locating well. Yeah, 66 pitches, 34 strikes. That's not going to get it done. That's I'll tell you what, Mets-like though. The, the last translator getting a workout tonight. 
Because he's yeah. got to go out to the mound, too. Out to the mound again? I haven't had to do this yet. Oh, Was that okay. part of the training? Like when, when they were auditioning and, and interviewing walking, for walking the process? Walking feet to the mound? Well, you got to get out there quickly, right? Pace of play. Come on. Get him on. Get him over. Get him in. <laughs> Pace of play. Uh, can you uh, get your translator to go a little bit faster, Mike? Uh, I want you to be he's to, lollygagging right. yeah. getting out to the mound. I mean, I know it's a beautiful ballpark yeah, there in Anaheim, but uh, you know, let's get him out there a little bit faster. Well, here's the other problem is you have thousands upon thousands of people that still hadn't gotten their asses in the seats. They showed the long lines trying to get in there to see Otani, and it was very uh, likely he wasn't making it through that inning. It is Finally a, survived. But. It is a sellout crowd tonight in Anaheim for Otani versus David Price. Bill Plaschke of the LA Times tweeted out earlier tonight, what did he say? This is the first Tuesday night sellout the Angels have had since Mike Trout bobblehead night five years ago. I mean, that's that's a long time to go between Tuesday night sellouts. 140 credentials for this game. The buzz of Otani has just, it, it's given the Angels, you know, it's like they've, they, they've suddenly gotten a, an influx of adrenaline and suddenly, hey, well, remember the Angels, we're here. I know 2002 is a long time ago, but hey, we're still here, and he's been everything for this team. This is why you put Otani on national television because if you have a sellout on Tuesday night and this is just Anaheim, people are going to want to see this guy. Put him on national TV. That's how you do it. Got to move the needle. You got to strike while the iron's hot. And it's a it's a building national story, right? Certainly where we are in Los Angeles, the early struggles of the Dodgers, well chronicled, but certainly across the city, a lot of interest and hype and You've still got Pujols, you've still got Mike Trout, you know, the Eagles fan and junior meteorologist, but for Shohei Otani, after a miserable spring, everybody suddenly sat up and paid attention, watched those first two starts against the Oakland A's, who actually have acquitted themselves much better than they looked on paper. They're beating the White Sox. Oh, sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Reaction. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, they're they're bludgeoning the White Sox again. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, See, now you just now you depress me. I came in here all happy as hell, and, I, and I'm all excited to be here, and then you just clubbed me. I, I had the, to tell the truth. I can't lie. Look, it's that 50th anniversary yes. at the Oakland Alameda County Stadium. Free tickets, tote bags, yeah. all sorts of things. So People throwback jerseys tonight and left. I don't know. And everything else. No, exactly. Just want my tote bag. Walking in through the turnstile, got my tote bag, walked back out. Well, they've been doing that for years. I remember I lived up in the Bay Area the end of the 90s, early 2000s. People would show up for bobblehead day. There'd be 20,000 people standing in line for when the gates open, and they'd literally walk through, take their Bible. Uh, Bible. Their, well, it was all, often on a Sunday. They'd take their bobblehead and their Bibles, and they'd get right back on the train and go home. In the Garden of Eden by Iron Butterfly. May or may not have heard that a couple of times from the organist along the way. But the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides. I just That was something I'd just say stuff when I cap somebody. Sorry. It's not a bad thing to say. It really builds up the anticipation <laughs> of that moment. But looking into to this game in, in, in Los Angeles, as much as we laughed about, all right, they beat the A's a couple of times, the fact is that 
you have the electric stuff, and that's really what you took away from his first two performances, certainly the second one, when normally a team that sees a guy a second time is going to be able to maybe locate his pitches, maybe find a tell in his delivery, and instead he mowed them down with the one hit through seven innings. So coming back tonight, a big matchup with David Price, and he's been all over the place. And I love the tweet you sent out at How About a Fresca uh, with Lost in Space now back in rotation with Parker Posey uh, as as Doctor Smith. That you had the danger Will Robinson uh, coming and smoke out of Mike Sosha's ears. Uh, so it is three nothing Boston over the Angels. Angels batting in the bottom of the second inning. So not a good first couple of innings for Otani. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Trust the process. Yes. We've heard that phrase many times. Thousands of times. Many, many times. Many times, usually pertaining to the Philadelphia 76ers. Hey. With, with derisive laughter and uh, mocking expressions, usually following it. Trust our process of drafting injured players who may not play for years and eventually will be good. Well, that process finally worked out. And now, I hope Sam Hinkie is making money copywriting that phrase because now everybody is stealing it and using it. The latest to do so, a quarterback who was, according to reports earlier today, not happy with the lack of impetus or urgency that his team's front office used this offseason to get free agents. He wasn't happy, said we should be doing more. All these reports, wait a minute, he's unhappy, he's unhappy. Then he had to come out today and say, whoa, 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 where's all this fake news coming from? Make up something better. I'm not unhappy. And then Aaron Rodgers, Packers quarterback in an interview, dropped a, I still love Green Bay. I just have to subscribe to Sam Hinkie. Not having as much say in that affect how you feel about wanting to be here or I know my role, and that's to play quarterback the best that I can. And, and the team is going to try and uh, you know put the right guys in place, the right coaches in place, the right uh, players in place. And you just have to trust the process. This process works, and it has worked uh, for Mike for a number of years. Obviously, that's why he's still here in his 13th season. Uh, we've had a lot of success here, and got to trust the process. 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 He did invoke a little bit of the the rock. He From did a little classic bit. WWF, he did a little bit. He did. WWE of know your role and shut your damn mouth. <laughs> now, <laughs> now Rogers is mad because he had not only has the team not been that forthcoming with making moves, they also have not consulted him. You know, they they let Jordy Nelson go. He lost his quarterbacks coach Alex Van Pelt, and he was not kept in on the loop on things, and this is where the reports came from that he was not happy with what's going on this offseason with the Packers, and obviously Rodgers is trying to stem the tide with his interview today, saying I trust the process, trust the process. but a little bit of my job is to play quarterback for the Packers like, hey, I'm only the quarterback I'm just the quiet kid, don't let, trust me to do anything else, so I'm just going to be the quarterback. Here's the thing he is absolutely right in that the team should at least let him know what's going on. Certain players, I'm sorry, they get to the status with a team where they have earned the right to be told this is what's going on. Not to be brought in and say, hey, uh, in, into the decision-making process, which is, hey, what should we do? I'd like you to do this. Then they go out and do it. But just let him be in on what's happening. When you do a lot of work and, and you're the face of the franchise, just to be told, hey, this is where we're going, okay, 
I think he deserves that. Look, anybody at work would like to be told, not just, hey, you tell me what you tell me what's going on, I'll tell you what to do. I think that's a little bit too far above people's pay grades. But everybody at work, wherever you do for a living, you'd like to be told, hey, here's what's going on in your department. Here's what we're thinking of doing. Here's here's what this is. And yet a lot of companies don't do that. And the Packers are also on not doing it, not telling Aaron Wright, this is just what we're doing. I, I think you can owe that to your employees, to your people. This is where we're going. This is our plan. Trust us to do this. Look, when I was working uh, for ESPN doing all night and my producer left to go produce Colin's show. Mm-hmm. I was getting a new producer and the person who was in charge of doing this is one of the worst people that I've worked. Trust me, he's one of the worst people I ever worked for and he didn't bring me in on anything. Didn't tell me anything. I say, how's it search going for a producer? Didn't tell me anything and I'm like, you know, this is a guy I got to work with every single night. So, I mean, just not saying I'm going to say who to hire, who not to, but just kind of tell me what's going on so I know. A little bit of never, transparency, ne- a little bit never set told your me. soul at ease. Never told me. Just said, this is this is your new producer. Because I, either he felt threatened or didn't feel like talent should be brought into this. And I'm like, I'm not saying I would have said no, get rid of him, get, but just I would have just liked to have been asked. I could throw, hey, you know what? Talk to this person maybe if they wow you, but just didn't want to do it. And I, I said, you know what? For what I do, I felt like you should have just... Let me in on it. And that would have been fine. I'm not one of those people making demands that it should be this, should be this, but just leave me in on it. And that left a sour taste in my mouth that, you know what? You should have really told me what was going on because I feel like I've earned that. And anybody, I'm sure a lot of people have stories like that with what's happened to them at work. Hey, just tell me what's going on. So I'm not just completely in the dark and I see things and 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 it makes me feel like, you know, I, I'm I'm not a valued member of this team. That's where Aaron Rodgers is coming from, and I agree with that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. This is why LeBron James goes zero dark 23. This is why certain teams win and certain teams don't. Not because Joel Embiid decided to go on Instagram and say something, but when you want to throw that throw out, hey, I'm being babied, you have to know you're a professional basketball player, and you know the seriousness with which we talk about concussions. Now you know you've stirred up a hornet's nest. This is not, I think I can come back and I'm getting clear. It's a concussion. This is a serious thing. And now Brett Brown is answering question after question after question, having to defend the team's strategy and thinking behind why Joel Embiid is not playing yet. And now the way Embiid says it is, oh, I hate being babied, like he's being held back. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just saying that because he wants to be out there and he's just upset because the team is looking out for him long-term they won't let him get out there and I'm saying you babied me. But he's got to realize he has now caused a situation. And why do the same teams win all the time? Why do the Warriors always make it to the finals? Why are the Spurs always really good regardless as to whether or not Kawhi Leonard is playing or not? Why are they able, able to play so well during the regular season? Why are the Cavaliers always there? Because teams know and winning players know when to shut out distractions. And I've said this about Joel Embiid. Is he one of those guys that can make big shots? He's a big, fun kid, and he's a great player, and he is talented as hell. But does he really understand what it means to win and what what needs to happen in order to have a winning team? You don't just show up in the playoffs and go, okay, they've been playing playoff basketball now for months. 
because that's the only way they know how to play. These are all young players who are all playing together for the first time. This is Ben Simmons' first year. He's not he's not LeBron James where okay there's going to be peaks and valleys during the regular season. I got to save myself to make a playoff push. He's playing at this pace. This is who Ben Simmons is. This is who Joel Embiid is. They they don't know the seriousness of the playoffs and what it means. You get an uptick in play from everybody involved, which is a lesson the Cavaliers young players learned in game 1. Here's Jordan Clarkson, "Whoa, things are different in the playoffs. Uh, I really have to step up my game. Things are different." Is Joel Embiid a playoff guy? Is he a winner, or is he just a talented kid that's having fun playing basketball? This is why teams go zero dark 23. This is why certain teams win, because they know how to handle the playoffs. I'm hopeful this is the Joel Embiid's going to get it and realize, okay, boy, I really caused a, a, a hornet's nest here. I have to understand I can't do that anymore. But if he continues to do this, he's going to be his team's own worst enemy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Terry Rozier, back-to-back 23-point games now for the Celtics, who are proving life without Kyrie Irving is just fine. Uh, Both Rozier and Jalen Brown combined for 53 points. Jason Tatum scores four, and the Celtics still win by 14. I mean, this is how much they are dismantling the Bucs, who are... Honestly, a more talented team when Kyrie Irving's not in that lineup. They are more. They have the best player on the floor, and they are still not able to get close to the Celtics. Two dominant wins by Boston. So, with that in mind, knowing full well, here comes Rozier out of nowhere to really have these two couple of games. Yeah, but look, but look at this game. They, the Bucks shot sixty percent from the field yeah, and still got blown it, out. It, 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 it defies Play some defense. Logic. But look, Rozier's a guy that scores 11 points a game. Right. And here he is, you know, but now he's a big story. So after the game was over, Eric Bledsoe of the Bucks was asked about, hey, matching up against him and him playing so well. And here's the back and forth between Bledsoe and the reporter. Terry Rozier has gotten off to a, a strong start to this series. No turnovers in 78 minutes. How personally do you take that matchup? Who? Terry Rozier. I don't even know who that is. See, now, do you think he's just making a point, or do you really think he doesn't know who that is? Oh, no, he knows exactly who he is. Yeah, That's you, a blank you. Don't go asking me about one-on-one matchups. You really think? Uh, is that the guy wearing number 12? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that him? I don't know. Who? I only know the name on the front of the jersey. What what, who? what about this series, Terry Rozier? Is that who? I Never know. heard of him. Play, Never heard of him. Play it one more time. Terry Rozier has gotten off to a, a strong start to this series. No turnovers in 78 minutes. How personally do you take that matchup? Who? Who? Terry Rozier. I don't even know who that is. That's pretty good, though. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. There is nothing more cutting in sports when than you say to someone, I don't even know who you are. I mean that—that's the most demeaning thing you can say. Well, well, especially in our business, you know, walking around saying, "Don't you know who I am?" Yeah, well, a lot of guys do that. But the, the, when you say, I, "Who are you?" I, I don't know who you are. Who Never are heard you? of him. Well, especially when you really don't know. Well, but and then you just you say, "Flash know. Gordon, quarterback, who? New York Jets." You, you got—I mean, you, you got to know. I mean, I—I I, I can't believe he doesn't know. No, you, you, now you know. But you know what? But there's stories I've heard. I've heard athletes tell me stories before. I'm like, really? You didn't know who that was? You didn't know that? Like you. You really don't know. Well, who maybe that is. there's not a name recognition, right? It's just a body. It's a number. I don't know who that is. He's he's the guy that hasn't turned it over. So then you name him. And eight on you. Yeah. So you name him. And he goes, oh, okay, that's his name. How about even, that? I don't even know. Hell of a run. Who? Terry Rose. I don't even know. 
That is. Who? Who? I, so give me the odds that he was being truthful. That you think he was being truthful and really didn't know who Terry Rozier was. Zero percent. Zero percent. This is completely, I got, I got worked and uh, <laughs> you're not going to ask me about it. So get out. Okay. All right. All right. Either I, that or he's a dope, but I, I, I'm trying to give I, him the benefit I, I, of the doubt. I think I got to open the door to that more. I got to open the door to that more just because yeah. I know athletes. Yeah. A lot of guys just don't know. I, I don't even know who that is. Was he the guy? He was that guy. Oh, okay. That seemed great. like you would have heard his I name a lot over the yeah. course of the night I as didn't. he's having the game he was. Rosie! 4-3! Hey, hey, how about you stop, Rosier? <laughs> Terry Rosie! Somebody stepped on somebody's mama's toe. Ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> oh, you know who says 2 nothing games can't be fun? Uh, 2 right. nothing series can't be nothing fun. Nothing wrong with that. Uh no, I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna put it up there at like forty percent. We're gonna go that high. I'm gonna go that high. Forty percent. Right, maybe maybe really zero know. is me giving him too much credit. He really didn't but, know. Yeah. Uh, if it was Kyrie, I mean, come on, you know. But I don't Terry Rose. I, I don't know. I mean, it is the second game of the series, and he did play really well. Seventy eight so minutes possible. played over over two nights, where he's been <laughs> virtually perfect. I don't, right, I don't zero know turnovers. Is. Seems like that would have been stressed in the post-game meeting after losing game one. His name might have come up a couple of times. I, I don't know. Otherwise, maybe, maybe the coach is just like, this bleep and bleep bleep. You know, <laughs> He's I, not the guy that should be killing us. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Did he never get named? Did he just get, get a bunch of expletives and beeps where, where his name should have been? I don't know that... I don't know that you can really, if you're just going through it and say, here's 12, here's what they do, and he hears the name but just doesn't know, and he knows 12 is doing this or 12 is that, you know, I could see that. I could see where it's where it's numbers, where you where you don't know every single guy. You know number, right, 12 does this, this is what happens, <laughs> this, would have been this a is where it goes. Good opportunity for the reporter to come back over the top to go, the guy that's beating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who just worked you, man, the last two <laughs> nights. He was killing you, and you don't know his name? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. There is no interest in Des Bryant from teams in the NFC. There's no in the NFC East. There's no real interest anywhere. It's just the Ravens so far. That is because Des Bryant can't really help many teams. If you are a really good team, do you think you're a Des Bryant away? You're not because he's not as good and you don't know is his attitude going to help the team. Because well, is he going to accept being a second or third option? Sure. That's the question at this stage in his career. We talked about it when he originally got his release and it looked like that, that was what was coming down in Dallas was he's not a number one anymore. He's not. And no team that gets him is going to pull his favorite play, which is him telling Tony Romo, hey, just throw it up to me. I got the DBB. And that was the majority of Des Bryant's big plays. Tony Romo would see one-on-one coverage and trust Des Bryant and throw it up to him deep, and Des would come up with a big catch. But now Des can't do that anymore. You know, they they started doubling him, and now Des physically just can't be that guy. He can't get deep, so now he can be contained, and you can't throw it up deep to somebody who can't get behind anyone. So that's his big play. No team thinks we are a Des Bryant away from winning the Super Bowl. Does it mean there's going to be no interest in him? No, because plenty of bad teams will say, hey, 
We'd love to get Dez in here. That'll be great. That'll, that'll juice up the fan base a little bit, and that, that'll certainly improve our wide receiver room. And even if he's not, okay, we brought him in and we tried. But he doesn't want to go to a bad team either. He's got to go to a mediocre team that thinks, hey, this is a marriage of convenience. You want to keep your NFL career going. We have a bit of a need at wide receiver, hence a team like the Ravens. You're not going to come in. You're, we're not coming and throwing you the ball 15 times a game, but we're hoping you can come in and do a little bit for us and help our passing attack a little bit. That's really the reality for Des Bryant. So when you talk about all the all the good teams are out and all the bad teams are out, it's just the mediocre ones that are think he's worth the risk. How many teams out there? If he's not, if you have to think if he's worth the risk, then why are you even thinking about him? Why, why are you even thinking about him? This is a guy that needs a wake-up call, and maybe it's not being signed for a while. And maybe it's, you know, you're going to sit out there for a while because you know, we didn't hear you talk about working hard until a week ago, and now, now you're going to dedicate yourself, as you talked about. Des Bryant is not you're, not, you're not a Des Bryant away from anything, and that's why all the NFL, they all agree with me. They all say, this, look, if there was interest in him, there would have been phone calls. There would have been many teams that would have called, and Des Bryant would have his new destination already. He'd be there. He'd be wearing a hat doing interviews saying, this is how great it's going to be, and this is what's going to happen. This is how great Yeah, yeah, seen it. Des Bryant's all talk. When you think, when you look at the, at, at the Cowboys and go, boy, we cut Des? And it's, you know, it's not it's not. Yeah, you're like, getting all excited that Alan Hearns is there, it's, really? It's like, mean, look, Alan Hearns is great. They'll throw it deep to Alan Hearns. And that's nice. And that's maybe, why you should be in Baltimore. Maybe they <laughs> run him opposite John Brown. That's what Joe Flacco likes to do. And maybe they draft somebody. Maybe sure, they, you know they might draft. But you let Dez go now, knowing full well this is our wide receiver room. What does that tell you? Tells me there's there's a lot more behind the scenes that I, I need really need to kick the tires before I'm offering him any more than a veteran's minimum. Mm. He he's a guy that needs to sit out for a while and get a big dose of reality and go, boy. I really need to change things if I'm going to continue my NFL career. Because right now, he's still the same. He's still fiery, bravado, and attitude. And you know what? He he thinks if I'm fiery with bravado, that teams are going to still think I'm good. He's been a jag. He's nice. been a jag for the last three-plus years. Is on a big decline. He needs to sit down and, and realize he's got to know. If, Des, if you're listening, just by being fiery and passionate – Teams aren't going to confuse that with still being talented. Hey, you know, years ago when you were good and you were fire, boy, he's fiery. Patty wants to win. Let's get Des the ball. It's exciting. Now it's like, oh, I'm still fiery and passionate. Yeah. No, you think that masks the fact that you're not very good, and it doesn't. It doesn't mask that anymore. People see through that and go, yeah, it's nice. Yes, you're yelling. Now it just looks like, okay, he's a distraction because now he's going to be yelling at the sideline of my quarterback that he's not getting the ball because he's going to say he's open when he's not. I mean, that's really that's the, the meeting that Des Bryant needs to have either with himself or other people have to have with him to say, hey, this is what we got to do. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.